And we're recording, so uh, yeah. Season two. Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Really? Oh. So previously on uh, Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing! (laughs) (laughs) Just stark and cold and sad. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, he does need a previously. What happened? Yeah. What happened to the world after Calamity? Hey, I did nothing. <laughs> All right, we're, uh, they, call the, they call it the Great Calamity. <laughs> hey, Cla- I don't know what you're talking Not about. Calamity, as far as all I know, Calamity is a trickster goddess. Goddess of japes <laughs> and tricks. Who <clears throat> ended the world and then, you know, scared all of our ancestors down into a hole, apparently. You don't know that. <laughs> I mean, for my edification, though, was what scared us all down with this, the tentacles in the sky? <laughs> the sky went dark. It's, it's a mystery, so I'm literally going to tell you nothing about it. <laughs> ah! it I mean, I, it's going to be the mystery is one of the core parts of at least the early parts of this uh, <laughs> campaign, so no, I'm not going to tell you what the mystery is. <laughs> <laughs> if it all was right. me. <laughs> um, before we actually get started with the uh, story itself, um, I just want each of you to go around and uh, tell me who your character is. Give me a little, just a little description of uh, what they look like, and maybe like a quick sketch of their personality. Just a few words about if you had to describe them in a couple words. Uh, we'll start with. Uh, ooh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna bust out my D4 for this. I'm pulling up my notes, so... Yeah. Great. And, I mean, I've got you... And you guys are on a fixed order there at the bottom of my screen, so... Going first will be Matt. Okay. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Not sure how to take that reaction. No, just... It was the aha. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am playing uh, Shivari Chamaktara. She is a high elven noble. Um, she is uh, five foot eleven, uh, one hundred and fifty nine years old. She has copper colored skin, black hair, which is pulled back into a number of uh, dreads that are kept in a a sort of messy ponytail. She has completely black eyes with um, gold-colored irises. She wears, uh, likes to wear lots of jewelry and makeup. She has a number of piercings in her long elven ears, including one that uh, connects, there's a a piercing in her ear that connects with a, a very fine chain to a piercing in her left eyebrow. Um, <clears throat> she um, is very, 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 um, very proper, likes fashion, enjoys the finer things in life as befitting her station. And she is a, um, multi-class wizard and fighter. Mm. Okay. Great. Thank you. Next, uh, re-roll it. Uh, Sean, you're next. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Apparently I didn't expect to talk tonight. Uh, 
My character is uh, Yinfir Bezcorny. I am a uh, Furbolg. And I am... I have it somewhere, but I think I'm seven foot two. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, just gigantic. Very, um, very soft-spoken, um, except when, when riled. And um, I am a uh, cleric of the goddess of the home and the heart. So very home is very important to me. And, you know, home and the people that are within homes. Homes. Would you say homies? I <laughs> might say homies. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, you're next. Oh, time. Hold on. All right. Um, my character's name is Imani Arshanan. Um, uh, she is six foot one. And, uh, like, 250 pounds, so pretty solidly built. Um, <clears throat> she has black hair with uh, a couple of white streaks <clears throat> that are braided. Um, and she has <clears throat> two markings in the side of her neck. From far away, they look like tattoos, but if you get up closer, you can tell they've actually been burned into her skin. And then, like, a dye added or something. Um she calls herself the hunter, and uh, she feels... <laughs> she calls herself. <laughs> well, that's, that's her title from her clan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, other people may or may not know that, but <laughs> the hunter, that's her title. Um, and she feels very strongly about um, uh, about like law and order and ensuring that people, common people, are getting what they need. Um, she's from a clan that is very poor, but she's the one of the rulers of the clan. So if she sees poor people being taken advantage of or anything like that, she has a negative reaction. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, duty is her number one focus. Duty to her clan and to complete her. Huh? The moment you said duty, a grin spread across Sean's face. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's, it's just me. Duty, duty. How do you say your name again? Imani. Imani. And what's like the E like an I, the first E? Yeah, it's not Imani. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was her so last sh- name? Arshrinon. Uh, lowercase A R. Face. S R I N A N. Shrinon. Yeah. I don't actually have that written down anywhere. <laughs> so I just had to get it from memory. I don't know. Anything else you want to know about her? That's good for now. This is just to kind of get everyone familiar with who you're doing. Uh, And uh, that leaves Amanda. All right. uh, My new character is Una, just short for Kavuna Volkore Volanat. She's the only one of you guys that's not from the Under Nation. She was transported there in a weird coincidence. A while ago, she comes from a matriarchal tribe that. is dedicated to the goddess Anat, who is a goddess of war. And as a result, they're all like different types of warriors. The women are trained to be warriors and are mercenaries. Hey, that's my dice! (laughs) For most of their life. Um, uh, She's about 6'4". She's in her early 30s. Uh, She has black hair and the sides are 
braided back, so it's kind of looks like an undercut. Uh, her skin is kind of light blue tinge because she's mostly Goliath. Um, and she has white runic tattoos over her. Some of them look like they have some sort of significance, some look like just fun. <laughs> um, lots of piercings in her face and her ears. Um, she has mismatched eyes. The Like a lot of people in her tribe do, the left one is gold, which is the color of the goddess, and the right one is blue. Um, and she's generally like laid back, kind of a dumb jock personality, but you know, fun. <laughs> dumb jock, but not an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Fantasy dumb jock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get started. Uh, sitting around a campfire in the center of a clearing in an otherwise dense and isolated woods, a large tiefling man with deep red skin and long purple hair sits with his daughter, both of them roasting their meals over the flames. The smoke rises into a bright and starry night sky. After dinner, the father whittles in a chunk of wood while the daughter lays in her bedroll looking at the sky. As she considers the stars, she asks her father, Is it true that people used to not be able to see the stars? Yes, my child, it's true. We all used to live underground, and there was no sky for the stars to live in down there. The child contemplates that for a long moment, her face glued to the sky. But why would people live underground when the stars are so beautiful? Dad puts down the whittling. It's a scary story. Are you sure you're old enough to hear it? The daughter quickly nods. I'm ready. You're going up so fast. If it gets too scary, let me know and I'll stop. The daughter nods enthusiastically as her dad begins the tale, the words familiar and wrote to him. We didn't always live underground. There was a time, much like now, where our people roamed all across the verdant lands that grew under the light of the sun and the moon. That was before the day of darkness. On that day, instead of the morning sun, the darkness came, blacker and denser than any night. Those who survived spoke of hearing the shrieks of children, the wailing of infants, and the shouting of people. They heard them calling for their parents, others their children or their spouses, trying to recognize them by their voices. People bewailed their own all fate or that of their relatives, and there were some who prayed for death and the terror of the dying. Many sought the aid of the gods, but still more imagined there were no gods left, and that the universe was plunged into eternal darkness forevermore. A gleam of light returned, but it was just a warning of the approaching flames rather than daylight. Our people fled until finally we came upon the caves. The caves were filled with bizarre creatures and an abundance of crystals. It was a dark and cold world at first, a twisting and winding labyrinth of stone and water. However, as time went on, our people made it their own. They settled in. They turned the large caverns into towns, and the largest among them into a grand city, Crystallum. <coughs> That's where I was born, along with your other parents. Together they formed what we called the Undernation, an entire nation of people living together underground. And from that point on, we were forbidden to go to the surface, in fears that whatever darkness was there would find its way below and be the end of us. And that's why the people lived underground, my love. That wasn't so scary after all, Papa, the da daughter responded, still staring at the sky. But there's one thing I don't get. If we were forbidden to go to the surface, why can we go now? Well, my child, that's a much longer story, and one that will take multiple nights for the telling. Are you sure you want to hear it? The daughter nods enthusiastically as she waits for her father to begin. Well, my child, listen well, as stories are our history, and we must both learn them and learn from them, lest we be doomed to repeat our mistakes. This story begins near the start of our 700th year underground. 
That's when four citizens of the Undernation, blissfully unaware of their role in the days to come, and of wildly different backgrounds, came together for the first time. All right, so... Uh... Uh, Imani, it is a typical day in the Undernation. It is, uh, for those of you keeping track, it is year 699, day 350. Uh, Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me just... Oh, shush. I gotta get my thing. All right. Um, I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. What is it? <laughs> it's okay. It's the it's year 699, and it's day 350. Uh, years have 364 days. Day, and what was the day? 350? 350. 350. Um, oh, fuck it. I'll just leave it listen. <laughs> I can't find stuff. It's <laughs> um, not attached yet. And uh, as, as you're underground and there's no seasons or weather... There, you know, the idea of months is pretty meaningless to people down here. So they just, you know, they they measure the years kind of out of tradition, but they keep track of you know ages and things like that. But as far as uh, everything else goes, they just keep track of the days in the year. So it is, yeah. So it is uh, day three hundred and fifty. Um, it's a typical weekday, uh, first day of the new week. Um, what what is Amani up to in a typical day? In the undernation. Crap. <clears throat> um, I clearly didn't think that much about myself before we started this. <laughs> um, I guess on a typical day, she's probably just traveling. Um, she gets up at a regular time since, well, I guess when the, the crystals turn on, she gets up, packs up her stuff, and uh, starts walking. <clears throat> um, Searching the edges of the towns for uh, for her uh, goal. All right. Um, uh, as you are searching um, uh, for, you know, the things you search for, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a young a young lass, uh, probably 12, 13 years old, uh, kind of starts. Uh, running up to you, uh, out of breath. <laughs> she says, "Are you, are you Amani?" Uh, yeah. She says, "Uh, the Amani from oh, uh, I guess also I, we should I should establish where you guys are from. <laughs> I imagine Amani is from Partivian on the uh, over Part- by the Hellsbound Chasm." Let me go to this part. Yeah, somewhere kind of away from bigger cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rift is actually on the eastern shelf over there, so. FYI. We can get across it? Uh, you can, but that's oh, okay. secret to your tribe. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, uh, Partivian? She, yeah, Partivian. Yeah, it's the. It's a small city. It's, it's the smallest of the cities. It's uh, where people go to get rid of their garbage. <laughs> they just literally throw it down the chasm. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that will never come back to... No, never. ...haunt mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. But big hole in the ground that seemingly has no end. Just throw your old refrigerator down there. Why not? Oh, God. Um, oh. All right. So anyway... Uh, 
she um she says I've got a a message for you. All right. From who? Uh she says uh, uh the uh lords and ladies of the council. And she hands you she reaches into a little leather messenger bag and pulls out a very fancy uh looking envelope uh and hands it to you. All right. Um I give the girl a copper. She nods gratefully and says, "Thanks." And then she starts walking away at a reasonable pace. All right. Well, I uh, I open the message, I guess. Uh, all right. So it's a uh, it's addressed specifically to you. Uh, uh, it says, um, "Dear uh, Amani uh, R. Sernan, uh, you are formally requested to appear before the uh, the Grand Council on Moshevian uh, Island uh, on the morrow." Interesting. And they uh, give you a time of 10 a.m. Okay. Uh, discretion appreciated. I look around. Who am I going to tell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then what do you do with the rest of your rest of your day? What is that sound? That was rolling in the Oh, okay. Um, I... I how far away am I from the island? Uh, it's in Kristalem. It's a. It takes a. It takes about a half a day. So like okay, three or four hours just, to walk there. Yeah, I'll start walking there. Okay, and you don't have to be there until tomorrow morning. But I can sleep in a real bed tonight instead of a bedroll. So. Yeah. All right. You start heading that way. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Shivani, it is. The three hundred and fiftieth day of year six ninety nine. Um, what do you do? What are you doing in a oh, day? I'm, I'm in the uh, I'm in the grand library, darling. Of course, and uh, doing some research, seeing what what manner of arcane history I can and can uh, learn from today. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're reading up, uh, it's, it's actually kind of a dry, a dry tome on transmutation, but it's got some interesting ideas that you hadn't yet considered. Um, uh, when, uh, uh, you hear kind of a loud thump, uh, and you look up and see a book being dropped on the table across from you, uh, and, uh, sitting, like, doing kind of a William Riker-esque sit-down in the chair... Uh, you see a young-looking tiefling sit across from you. Uh, I will lean over. Do you mind, darling? This is the library. People are trying to read. <laughs> I, is that what they do in a library? Read. He says, because I was under the impression that people came here to flirt. Andrew. <laughs> he he he, uh, he extends a hand with uh, a, a, uh, thin, long fingers. Uh, he says, "His name is Vitality." <laughs> do I do I know of this person or recognize him as being of any sort of noble station? Um, you've seen him like 
you you get the idea that you've seen him at some parties, the same type of parties that you go to, balls and things. But uh, you you get the idea that he is of a lower station than you are. Uh, I decline to shake his hand and simply say, "Charmed, darling." But if, if you don't mind, I was in the middle of reading something. Um, <clears throat> uh, he he takes his hand back and just kind of looks at his fingernails as if that's <laughs> what he meant to do the entire time. Uh, and uh, he says, "Transmutation, how droll." He says, uh, uh, "You know, I imagine that there's a." tavern or brothel house somewhere in the city where women would be far more far more accommodating to your desire for conversation. This is not the place. Uh, this is, is a place where erudite individuals go to better themselves. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, thank you. I am quite erudite, aren't I? Uh, he, uh, he slides his book over to you. Uh, <laughs> Dense is, dense is a brick and refusing to take a hint. And he says, Necromancy. Now there is an exciting school of magic. He says, don't you agree? I fail to see what makes it any more exciting than any other school. He says, it's the power to cheat death. It's the power to kill. It's the power to enforce one's will over, over life itself. What a douche rocket. He says, transmutation lets you turn lead into gold, he says, but uh, necromancy lets you turn a corpse into something more. Well, I wish you all the best of luck with all of the corpses in your future, and I will close my book and get up. Um, <laughs> he says, oh, where are you going? I can walk you there. No, you cannot. And I leave. Um... <laughs> He uh, he uh, shuts the book, uh, gets up, and he he kind of turns around and like as you're walking away, kind of comes up and puts a hand on your shoulder. Oh, oh, no. And he says, "Look, I'm just trying to talk to you. Destroy him. <laughs> if you don't tell him, I'm gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> Castrate that man. What? How do you respond? <clears throat> flying down from one of the bookshelves is a um, a rather large owl who digs uh, digs his talons into the offending hand on my shoulder <laughs> he, uh, he screeches a very childlike screech <laughs> he says ah bird and uh, a librarian kind of looks over at him and goes, shh. <laughs> and the owl just settles on my shoulder and I go, good idea. He says, you're crazy. And he says, I never. And he just storms out of the library. Better crazy than low class, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Uh, as as he leaves, a uh, very um, uh, official-looking uh, um, uh, <coughs> I guess I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Like a very official-looking um, person 
He's like dressed very well. Uh, he's wearing the colors of the Under Nation. Uh, clearly, some sort of civil servant uh, comes headed your way. Uh, and he says, uh, "Excuse me, are you um, Shivani Sharma Katara? I'm saying that right." Yes. Uh, he says, "I've got an official correspondence here for you from the council." Hands it to you. Oh, from the council. <laughs> oh, thank you, of course. Um, I will. I will tip him a silver. <laughs> he he, uh, he hands it back to you and says, uh, "Just just doing my my job, man." Turns of course, and, and leaves. I will open this correspondence and see what it has to say. Very fancy, formal-looking envelope. You open it up, uh, and it says, uh, "Dear Shamani Chamakatara, uh, uh, you're cordially summoned to the Council on Moshelvian Island tomorrow at 10 a.m. for a matter of the utmost importance. Discussion. Uh, sincerely, the Council." I purse my lips into a frown. Oh, a dish. A boring waste of time. Uh, just give give a dish some scritches. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, I don't. What, did owls coo? I know they hoot, but do they make? Oh, they kind of do a. Yeah, he kind of makes that noise. <laughs> they make that movement too. I can't do that sound without going. <laughs> For the rest of the campaign, uh, Adash will be played by Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's even weirder seeing myself do it. <laughs> you're, you're being aware that you're making a funny movement and then watching yourself do it. <laughs> that, that you need to make a happy owl noise sign that you can flash out. <laughs> <laughs> It heavily relies on the fact that I might be paying attention. <laughs> Fair. Just on one side, it's a happy owl face. On the other side, it's an angry owl face. Can you make an angry owl noise? Angry mm. owl noise. I mean, it's just a velociraptor <laughs> noise, right? Probably. <laughs> okay, you're hired. <laughs> you Forget Imani. I'm the owl. <laughs> All right. And it's um, important time where you have a conversation with the owl. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, Una and Yinfer, uh, it is an average day, uh, day 350, year 699. Uh, the two of you are hanging out together today. Uh, what are you two up to? I imagine Yin's <laughs> doing something important, and I'm just kind of. In a corner in a huff. <laughs> I, I think I would probably be. Um, oh, I can't remember what the phrase is. Like when you go and visit um, the people in your your uh, flock. Oh, it's um, a very proselytizing. No, no, no. When you when you go and like visit the old and the Snooping. infirm. And, well, <laughs> oh, I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. I don't remember the name. You're being godly, isn't it? Yeah. Just tending the flock type of thing, yeah. like there you go, tending the flock. Yeah. yeah, so it's just kind of going from home to home and seeing what people, things people need, and and helping them how I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, 
I mean, Shivani's clearly from Crystallum, Grand Crystallum. Uh, uh, where, uh, hopefully you guys read your world handouts today. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know it, but there's gotta be a quiz! That's <laughs> right! I skimmed it! <laughs> where do you, uh, where do you two think you live? Um, I could see, I... you know, a, a Par Crystallum, or Par Vivalin, or Philanden, um... Yeah, I was thinking um, maybe as a result of like the me being kind of like on the out with the church that they they kind of sent me to Parfalondon to to uh, to work there. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's a less glamorous. Yes. All right. So <laughs> yeah, the uh, the air in this cave <clears throat> smells of earthy mushrooms. You know that kind of smell. Um, Corpsey fertilizer. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, uh, but it's better closer to the river. The river brings fresh air with it. Um, so most of the, most of this small town are, is like right on the river there. Uh, as you're there. Does that work for you, Amanda? Yeah. Okay. As we're walking from like one house to another, I'm kind of moping behind him. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I thought you said we were going to the tavern. <laughs> this isn't the tavern. It hasn't been the tavern for five stops. There's just a little bit of work to do. It's, it's okay. Deep press. Remember, we talked about this. We can't this always so be drinking and fighting. If I have to talk to one more old woman, I'm going to. I don't even know what I'll do. Oh, you know, Beatrice is a very nice lady. Oh, we're going to Beatrice's? She's got 16 cats. We need to keep an eye on her. God, I hate cats. And, I mean, I know. Really, I know you're really branching off there with your. This character hates cats. <laughs> she's a nice old lady, and her nieces don't visit as much as they should. Last time we were there, I think she accidentally poisoned me. You know, those cookies are terrible. They're very dry. I, am, I agree with you there. But don't say anything. You'll break okay. it. Okay, fine. Beatrice's, then the tavern. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Two and a half cat field hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes in, she was shooting daggers. <laughs> two and a half hours in, she was definitely thinking about daggers, either for you or for her. You guys are finally back out on the street overlooking the river. You owe me. The crystals glowing brightly to simulate noon overhead. <laughs> um, you guys head towards, uh, let's see, Parfalandon. You guys head towards the Troll and Toadstool, uh, the one tavern uh, in Parfalandon. <laughs> uh, as you get uh, outside, uh, on its sign is a uh, is actually a large real mushroom with a little uh, wooden troll sitting on it uh, that uh, hangs over the door. Uh, uh, it's early in the day yet, so the tavern's pretty quiet. Uh, but, <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> but as uh, you guys walk in the door, the bartender who's sitting there polishing the bar, as every bartender always does uh, when <laughs> people enter a bar, uh, looks up and says... Well, if it isn't my favorite customer. 
Is that me? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> he says, oh, and, and Yen's here, too. Great. Um, <laughs> How's it going? Oh, he says, business is slow today, but, you know, it's only a little afternoon, so still plenty of time up. for things to pick up. I pull up a seat at the bar and go, Yen just made me spend two and a half hours at Beatrice's, so my first two drinks are on him. <laughs> oh, Beatrice's. Yen, you're quite... That's that's a new low, even for you. How many cats does she have now? <laughs> She's up to 16, unfortunately. Oh, God. And you're able to count them all. He says, are you sure you didn't miss some? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> So I put a uh, a gold piece down on the on the bar and say, "I guess we'll keep them coming." Do you have a hot tea for me back there? He says, "He says with your gold." He says, "I got all the tea you want." He says, uh, <laughs> "Let me get that for you and a dwarven ale for uh, Una there." Big one. All right. So. Uh, you guys are uh, served your hot tea and a nice, a nice stout dwarven ale. Uh, the bartender's name is Pipple. Everyone calls him Pip. 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 Uh, he is a halfling, as you may have gathered from his delightful halfling accent. <laughs> uh, he's a uh, he's like he's like uh, late middle aged. Um, he's like probably in his like fifties or sixties. Um, he's owned the bar for. As you as he happened to tell anybody for over thirty years now, uh, uh, former former soldier retired, uh, kind of a genial guy. Uh, and as you guys are sitting there uh, drinking your beers and talking about, actually, what is it you guys talk about while you sit there and drink your your liquids? <laughs> I imagine I like to talk with Pip about um, you know the good old days of battles and. Hitting things with hammers. <laughs> and he says, and could you tell me again about storms? The water just falls from the sky. Like a waterfall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> See, there's clouds. You remember clouds, right? They're the, the, the cotton balls that hang up in the sky. Well, sometimes they get really, really dark and nasty looking. And then they start, well, usually raining, sometimes snowing. Which is the cold one, remember? I, I'm trying to keep it all in, yes. <laughs> and then every once in a while they get really loud and noisy, or light comes straight down from them. So it's like a wizard's battle, but with... with uh, But all over. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I, I imagine that as a nation of people who've never seen clouds before, the descriptor nasty may have a different sort of connotation than people who have actually seen clouds. So in my head, as an underdweller, when I think nasty, I think there's these bright, white, fluffy things that then turn green and sickly looking. <laughs> and like a, like a bad wound. Yeah. Sorry. Give, give yourself inspiration for that beautiful... beautiful. I mean, it was, just, it was really distinct in my head, and I yeah. will in fact take that inspiration. Yeah. Um... He says, that's eh, too crazy for me. Uh, and as he says that, the door uh, opens up. Uh, uh, and then walks in um, 
a uh, tall tabaxi gentleman. Uh, he's kind of average dressed. Uh, and as he he kind of walk, opens the door and then kind of scans around the room, and when he sees the two of you, he actually makes a beeline over to to you guys. Uh, and he says, hello there. He says, uh, you're Una and the priest, right? Yin for something? Yep. He says, I, I never learned how to read. But anyway, the Grand Council <laughs> has this for you. <laughs> and he pulls out two fancy envelopes, one for the Ichiya, and they have your names on them. I will open it up and read it. Uh, it's the same letters that uh, both Shiv- uh, Shivani and Imani have received. So what's up? You get you get one too. So, <laughs> would you would you like you me to read already? <laughs> All right. Well, we're supposed to go. Uh, I forget the I forget the the details of it. We have a meeting tomorrow at... at Molshevian Island, the Grand Council. We're going to go see... We're going to go see the leaders of our fair nation. <laughs> and won't that, won't that be a disaster? <laughs> Sounds better than lunch at Beatrice's. <laughs> Might even do something exciting for once, Yen. I don't know why you're so up on excitement. Just like staying home. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real role-playing stretch there for you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to accurately portray somebody who just wants to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is very true. What's your, character's, have, what's your character's thoughts on sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> do, they have, do they have couches in the Ender Nation? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not as good of the couches as in modern day, but they've got like yeah, like long benches to sit on. <laughs> when are we expected? I forget. Chris was it ten? Ten a.m. Mm. We'll have to be there at ten a.m. So be a little prudent with what you're drinking tonight. Oh, is it? I can see a healing spell in my future. And I down the nets <laughs> the rest of the glass. <laughs> I sip my tea, squeeze a little lemon in it just for flavor. <laughs> All right, so uh, does anybody want to do anything before the next day now that you guys have your invitations? I did have a question. Um, is it literally just a day's travel between all the cities and the main city? Yeah, it's, it's a very small nation. Uh, I will... Shivani will uh, speak to one of her mothers if she gets the chance to see if either of them know what this council invite is all about. Um, and what's... Uh, this is, you said, one of your mothers? Yes. Uh, what's her name? Uh, did, you, did you give it to me in your sheet? I think so. Uh, there's. I get your sister. Bansari. Oh yeah. Here we go. Is it, so is it Bansari or Ruhan that you're talking to? Um, let's say it's Bansari. Okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, your mother's um. Uh, reading a book and sipping some tea. 
uh, as an elven woman, uh, she's aged quite gracefully and still keeps up on the latest fashions. Um, uh, quite the uh, socialite, too. Um, Well-respected within the community. She sits there, she sips her tea, and you come in. Uh, without looking up, she says, well, What is it, Shivani? Mother, I've received an invite to um, to appear before the council tomorrow morning. I was rather wondering if you knew anything about it. Oh, yes. I, I know a little bit about it. Um, she says, uh, I talked to... Um, I was talking to a nun, you know, the elven councilwoman from Crystallum. And, yes. uh, you know, she was talking about, uh, you know, putting, putting together a team for uh, a little mission of sorts. And um, I may have mentioned that uh, such an assignment would be quite prestigious and uh, would be good good for the uh, Shamakatara household. So uh, I may have put your name in for this, yes. <laughs> What sort of assignment would this be? Oh, nothing you can't handle. Some sort of, uh... Some sort of, uh, exploration into the deep, deep roads and retrieving some... Some item. Well. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Very well. Um, uh, she puts the tea, her, her book down for a second, stands up, walks over, and puts her hand on your shoulder uh, and says uh, it is imperative that you do well at this of course <laughs> she says I would like you trying your best tomorrow I always try my best mother it's just a matter of what am I going to wear <laughs> she sighs exasperatedly she says this is what I'm speaking of but <laughs> she says Wear something practical in combat that still looks stylish. Yes, I know just the thing. Oh, thank you, Mother. And I lean and I give her a kiss on the cheek. She, uh, she says, yeah. you're very welcome. I have sacrificed so much to get you to this point, and glad to see at least some sort of fruition for my efforts. No. I'm not getting you in there, truly. Oh, why not? Because I called you. Anyway. Alright. Uh, anybody else want to have a scene before they want to do uh, your can. Um. Care me? I don't think so. Alright. Uh, it is the 351st day of the year 699. Uh, the, the crystals in the ceilings come up gradually as they do every morning. The uh, the the first uh, motes of morning light reflecting off the uh, very um, uh, gray stone buildings, but um, you know very colorful decorations. They have people try to put as much um, you know try to paint them and try to decorate them as colorful as they can be to sort of offset the sort of monotonous color of stone that exists in these parts. Uh, on Moshevian Island, uh, there's a um, fantastical structure um, made entirely of crystal glass uh, that dominates the center of the island. Uh, 
they've actually cultivated some sort of some mossy green spaces around it uh, for a huge open park. Uh, and as uh, and as each of you take the ferry over to the island in the morning, uh, the lights from the ceiling glitter off the light of the of the council building, making it seem as if it almost sparkles magically in the morning light. Um, I think everybody but Yinfer has probably been to this building at some point or another. <laughs> uh, but it never it never quite loses its magical luster. Um, is everybody planning on arriving on time? I guess I should make assumptions here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shivani, how about you? Yeah, she'll be there on time. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, each of you find yourself in a little uh, waiting area, uh, provisioned with um, sort of morning uh, morning treats. Uh, there's some fresh baked breads, uh, lots of um, mushroom soups, uh, which is a very common nutrient here, uh, and uh, varying uh, teas. Uh, from all over the under nation, uh, as, and you um, find the four of yourselves uh, in this room together. Uh, uh, Una, Ginfer, obviously you know him, uh, but the rest of you are mm-hmm. essentially strangers to each other. What do you do as you wait? I've already helped myself to some of the bread, and I'm just talking <clears throat> to Ginfer, like mouth kind of full. <laughs> It's just the four of us in the room? Yes. Yes. I, I, I have a, uh, a cup of tea, and I'm in one of the corner. One of the corners just sort of sizing everyone up silently with my owl. You are very shoulder. large. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tend to dominate the room. <laughs> I imagine that Amani's just standing at a doorway. Looking more guardish than anything else. She doesn't spend a lot of time in society. And she bathed this morning, but uh, doesn't really feel clean because she's so often just traveling on the road. So this is all a little weird. Everything here is very clean. Even though I've been here before, apparently. I imagine I pack up. I, like, really take advantage of the... uh... Of the good free buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, and I'm like, I'm really hoping this turns into something interesting. It's been, and I'm trying to like peel down my shirt, 137 days since something good happened. <laughs> have you have you tried these little round breads? They're they're scrumptious. Yeah, that's why there's almost not enough. <laughs> Loki, high five. <laughs> Hard to be low key when you're seven two and six. Eight. What are you six four? Six four. Six four. <laughs> we are obviously the rubes in the group. <laughs> I just have like I don't even have a plate. I just have like a bunch of things in one hand, and I'm just eating with the other. So yeah, nice. you guys are standing there quietly, awkwardly eating while uh, 
while Yin and Una uh, kind of speak quietly to themselves. I pick up one more thing and I kind of like sniff it and decide I don't like it and put it back down. <laughs> I just smile because I was wondering if she was going to eat the potpourri and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's probably near 11 a.m. Uh, when doors finally open. Um, uh, the, most of the, at this point, uh, almost all of the food and drinks are gone. Um, uh, and a, uh, a uh, short, brusque uh, halfling woman comes in and says, uh, Yes, yes, you're all here. Uh, the council will see you now. Um, come this way. And she... Uh, Gestures uh, through the door she came in. Shivani will follow. I, I look at Una and give a little shrug. And... Yeah, I shrug back. That was my first instinct, too. We just kind of shrug at each other. Sounds good. <laughs> so you, guys are led, you guys are led into a large room with a circular table in the center of it. Five of the chairs are currently occupied, and there's four chairs that have been uh, put on the other side of the table. Uh, the, brusque, the brusque woman kind of points at the chairs and says, Please have a seat. I take the far right one and kind of like lean it back and put my feet on the table. Uh, is there a representative here from Partivian? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I will I'll get to her in just a second. Well, I'll sit across from her. Okay. I sit down very gingerly. I will, I will <laughs> curtsy, curtsy deeply and respectfully and then take the final seat. All right. So uh, sitting in the five chairs across from you... Um, uh, Una, uh, these are actually different people, so the council members actually change somewhat frequently uh, as people, different, you know, they're representatives and they have terms, I mean, sometimes they get reelected for years, sometimes they change, but uh, most of them are new to you um, however, uh, Shivani you recognize Anon uh, an elven woman who represents Kostalem uh, very fancy dressed lots of uh, jewelry in her ears um, chains uh, and a very Intricate hairstyle done up in uh, braids that almost appear too complicated to even comprehend. Um, uh, uh, sitting next to her uh, is a tabaxi woman uh, uh, who, uh, Imani, you recognize as Riffin. Uh, she's the representative from Partivian. Uh, you know her to be a sort of a, a no nonsense person who. Uh, it's pretty blunt, but also, you know, sticks true to their word. Um, uh, sitting next to her, uh, taking up quite a bit of space, is uh, Councilwoman Ziri, uh, who is a minotaur. Um, uh, she's sitting there fidgeting with uh, a quill. Uh, sitting next to her is a tiefling man uh, who Una, you, and uh, Yin recognize as Fertility. He's a uh, he's from Parfalandon, uh, and he's a lifelong farmer, and has dedicated his life, his virtue, to uh, increasing mushroom yields. Get out of there! What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> and uh, lastly, sitting um, uh, sitting in the end. Uh, is a short dwarven man uh, who's got uh, gray white, like gray to the point of being white hair, uh, and a very very long beard uh, that actually like 
rests on the table. Uh, and you get the idea that if he's standing, it's probably longer longer than he is tall. Um, uh, and his name is Warder, uh, and he represents the honeycomb. Uh, and I'm sorry, what was the, the elven woman's name? Anon, A-N-N-A-N. And is Zira from uh, Partivian then? Oh, Ziri's from Par- uh, Varvalar. Varvalal. Par- Oh. Or Varvalin, sorry. That's that's what that sounds like. Varvalin. Varvalin. And Riffin is from Partivian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and as you as you as as you sit, uh Riffin, uh Amani gives you a nod. Uh, <coughs> uh, yeah. uh the mutual yo nod. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's too hard to crush it top down. I find it hard in general. I find it hard in general. I can't do it. It's really if you just like bend it this way, just flatten it out. All right. So, um, uh, Warder uh, is currently the uh, council chair, uh, and so he talks first. He says, "Hello, I appreciate you all." Uh, coming here uh, on our summons uh, on such short notice and under such mysterious circumstances. Uh, he says, my name is Warder. He says, I'm the councilman from the Honeycomb. Uh, as you would know it. Uh, he says, uh, anyway, um, we've all called you here for uh, a task of utmost importance. Uh, and we've selected each of you specifically for what we think you can add to uh, the proceedings. Doing that perks up a bit. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, he says, uh, we need the four of you to venture into the deep roads. He says, uh, he says, uh, uh, as you know, or maybe don't know, he says, uh, one of the ways we produce glass here, in fact, the only way we produce glass here, since we have a distinct lack of sand, uh, is through a creature called a flail snail. Flail snail. It's adorable. <laughs> he says they are adorable. He says, however, they are, in fact, quite deadly. <laughs> Um, he says, uh, we, we currently, or we used to, have two domesticated flail snails. However, they both caught a disease and have recently died, he says. Which unfortunately means we've lost our ability to produce glass. He says, which is a vital component for building things. Uh, he says, um... He says, we've chosen the four of you because uh, each of you have a certain experience that we feel you could bring to the acquisition of this snail. Uh, He says, Amani uh, has more experience with the deep roads than perhaps any living person in the under nation. Uh, He says, uh, we'd like you to bring two flail snails back alive, so Yinfer will need your 
clerical abilities in order to make sure that once you neutralize it, that it doesn't die on the journey back from the deep roads. Una, you the stories of your accomplished fighting and deep carousing have reached our ears. And <laughs> Where on the street is, is that you've grown bored. So we would like to put your considerable yeah. talents and energies to something useful for society. <laughs> now, flail snails are, now flail snails are inherently magical creatures, so... We needed somebody. We needed somebody well versed in the arcane arts on this trip uh, to ensure that you don't fall victim to its days. Thus, the Shivani will be joining you. And may I just say, it is such an honor to be considered for such a vitally important mission for the continued prosperity and growth of our grand civilization. Yes, what she said. Uh, it is, in fact, an honor for each of you. Um, oh. Uh, he says, um, we will reward you handsomely for your efforts. Um, he says, to the tune of 2,500 gold pieces apiece. Nice. Payable in gold or gems or whatever currency you wish to be paid in. He says, uh, the existence of flail snails, he says, is not widely known among the populace. He says, they're technically elemental creatures. He says, uh, uh, spirits of the earth. He says, uh, he says, if people knew that they, you know, could capture one, make glass with it, and use their shells to, uh, create magical devices, then, um, I feel that they might be hunted to extinction. So, please tell no one of this task. Uh, he says, once you incapacitate the flail snails, uh, he says, um, we'll need you to transport them back here. He says, each shell, each shell with a snail in it weighs about 250 pounds. He says, uh, he says, so, uh, I'm going to give you this. And he uh, nods the councilwoman Anon, who hands him a handkerchief, which he hands across the table to you lot. Pretty. Uh, what to do? He says, upon opening it, a pocket dimension will be created. <laughs> he says... Oh, I love it. <laughs> he says, place the snail shells in there. He says... Uh, and we'll be monitoring the pocket dimension over here on our end, he says, for we have a paired one, and he holds up another handkerchief. Ah. Well, that's handy. He we says, don't have to just carry paired it. portable hole. How remarkable. Yeah. He says, yes. He says, uh, quite expensive as well, he says, but uh, one of our researchers developed this uh, recently, and, well, it should come quite in handy for this. Una's already kind of started tuning them out once she heard what we need to do, and she's like got a damp uh, handkerchief and is washing off the marks for each boring day on her arm. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
now be careful. These creatures are, in fact, uh, quite dangerous. He says, they may look docile, he says, but they've killed more than their fair share of people who tried to take them unawares. And he says, you need so, a, do you just need two, or do you need a set? Well, there's all very creatures, so we just we just need two of them. He says, uh, uh, he says you can find them by looking for shimmering trails in the ground. Um, Ew. Yeah. He says it's a glassy sort of residue, uh, and in fact is what is used to form glass. Wait. So all their glass is snail shit? I mean, that is quite a vulgar way of thinking about it, but yes. I look at you and I'm like, this place is so fucking weird. He says, we have to make do with what resources we have down here in the Undernation. He says, not all of us had the luxury of growing up in the above. Am I likely to to know anything about these creatures from my, my magical education, or are they too rare for that? Um... Uh, what skills do you have set? What knowledge skills do you have trained? Let me see. Uh, Arcana, history, Arcana and history. Yeah, I'd say with those two you do. Um, you've never seen one in person, but yes, you you do know that glass is made from the excretions of these weird uh-huh. and wild snails. Wait, wait know, how big are I- these snails? He says, uh... I mean, I would know that as my character, right? Because I've been down in the deep roads. Um... Yeah, they're, uh... They're eight feet tall. Uh, six feet wide. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say that. Would I know anything else about their, their magical natures? Um, you, you, or just yeah, I'd say you know that their um, that their uh, shells um, are uh, have anti magic properties, um, and so casting spells against it can be difficult. Uh, you also know that it has um, five different tentacles, uh, and that they are actually quite deadly. <laughs> The tentacles, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also know that if they get too hurt, they injured, they will retreat into their shells. Um, and uh, if all of their tentacles are removed, they will retreat into their shells and start wailing, an incredibly loud wail. Uh, <laughs> and if they're not healed within 30... If they're not, like, healed within 30 minutes, they'll die. So... Hmm. Uh, and do you what do you what spells do you have a minor illusion spell, man? Uh, I don't believe so. No, I don't. Um, okay, well, Anon does. So she uh, she holds out her hand uh, and casts a spell uh, and kind of creates an image of one in midair for you guys to see. Uh, I sent it to the DD Messenger group. Boo. Okay. Can't wait to hit that thing. Mm-hmm. 
She says, uh, and, uh, um, and, uh, uh, Warder says, now, and one moment again, you must stress it is critical that you bring him to us alive. He says, if they start wailing, that means they're about to die. He says, push him into the hole. We'll hear it. We'll take care of it from there. Uh, he says, we have a, a cleric standing by to heal him. And, uh, and one of our snail wranglers to, uh, get it set up for domestication. What do you want to be when you grow up, Timmy? I want to be a snail wrangler. <laughs> Life is strange in the Undernation. <laughs> I want to make cups. Well, yeah, they do. They like anything glass in this yeah. station, any like like cups and anything that's blown glass. It's technically snail excretions. <laughs> it's a gross economy you've come up with there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to. I just really want you to feel like you're in somewhere new and special. So, you know, snail excretions. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I mean, just special. Quite like snail, snail excretions. Just wait till he tells you what you have to make fires out of, since there's no wood. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, some other poop, probably. <laughs> <clears throat> it's an entire economy based on shit. <laughs> it's the only thing they keep making more of. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh goodness. All right, so um, they say, uh, uh, "I leave it to you lot to coordinate amongst yourselves, among yourselves, when you want to leave. Uh, sooner the better for us. Uh, just uh, report back here when you're done." Um, he says, "Also, if uh, any of you get critically injured, uh, throw yourself in the hole. Make a lot of noise. We'll come get you." Nice. I like that. Oh, one more thing. Do not lose the hole. <laughs> I'll take care of it. And then I see his look and I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, the Undernation appreciates your efforts. We appreciate the diversion. Mm-hmm. At least I do. All right. Uh, at that point, they say, well, there's nothing else. Uh, the uh, brusque woman opens the door, kind of gestures towards the hallway you guys came back in. I'll get up. I'll leave. Another curtsy, give a little wave to Anon, and then head out. Uh, everybody roll me a perception check. Uh, nice! Very perspective. Perspective? That's what I wanted. Oof. Do you get, do you get to use the plus if you don't have it trained? Yeah, you had you your wisdom. You just had your wisdom, yeah. Okay. I got 11. 11. Eight. Eight. 
23. 22. Jeez. Uh, Yin and Amani, you two are kind of the last ones out anyway. Uh, and as the door is shutting, you hear uh, the Minotaur woman. Uh, she kind of says something. Uh, and her voice carries maybe a little more than she intends to. Uh, she kind of turns to the rest of the council and says, These are the ones you picked? Do they? And then the door shuts. Hmm. Hmm. I, uh... Well. <laughs> it is a pleasure to make all of your acquaintance. Uh, I am Lady Shivani of House Chamaktara. Uh, no need to bow or curtsy or anything. It's quite all right. Um, but uh, I feel like um, there's no sense in wasting time, so... Perhaps bright and early tomorrow morning we should be on our way? Uh, let's say 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. I have an errand to run first thing. Sure, you can't go now. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Don't we have to go through the honeycomb to get out, to get to the deep mines? Uh, no, the deep roads go... Okay, so the map, if you look at the map, um, the... Uh, so everything you see on here that's a line that goes between the cities, those are all just the major tunnels. There's tens of thousands of tunnels everywhere that just go into the into the into the unknown. Um, and those are called the deep roads, which I guess oh. I probably shouldn't have called the deep mines the deep mines and the deep roads the deep roads, but it's too late now. We're already past that. They're all deep. They're all They're deep. Super deep. Everything's super deep here. Um that got weird. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, you don't have to go through the honeycomb. Uh, ah, okay. Um, Imani, uh, roll me survival uh, with advantage. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Twenty. Um. You can recall having seen some of these trails. You didn't know what they were at the time, but uh, uh, north of Par Cristellum, there are some roads you'd taken over there maybe a couple of months back. Uh, you'd saw these trails. So uh, you feel like that would probably be the best lead to get started looking for these creatures? Okay. Um, so I will... Par Cristellum, is that all a city? Is it like chock full of uh, city things? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the whole, um, and this map, this map isn't finished yet. I have a lot more map making to do. Uh, actually, hold on. Let me, let me pull up. Uh, here we go. Hmm. A little, I'm still working on these, but I at least have some, something for that. Okay. Uh, so. Up there to the very north, though. Yeah. Oh, what just happened? No, I don't want a dictionary, you fucker. <laughs> so, like, up here? Oh, you stupid piece of shit. Like here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So there's there's actually, instead of just, like, walls, there's actually smaller tunnels there? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, there are smaller tunnels going out all every which way. Um. Okay. 
you know, the city's you know, the city's actually trying to kind of uh, board up the those, those tunnel entrances to prevent people from just you know coming through. But not all of them are boarded up, and uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty easy to get in and out of them. Okay. Well, I let them know. I mean, is there a tavern or something near there? Yeah. Uh, there is the uh, Pilgrim and Mug. Pilgrim and Mug. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell everybody else that I'll attempt to get my errand done this afternoon, but at the worst, it may be tomorrow morning before it's done. And uh, what's the name of the place again? The Broken Mug? Uh, the Pilgrim and Mug. The Pilgrim and Mud. I'll meet them at the Pilgrim and Mug no later than 10 a.m. tomorrow. All right. Sounds delightful. We're not just trying to size. <laughs> at least it's a new bar. <laughs> yeah, you've not been to this one. Although we do have to go back home for just a little bit. Why? Because I have to have someone take care of the pastoral care that I do. It won't take long to set up. I know my accent keeps drifting like you'll, Irish, you'll, you'll Scottish. Get one. There. <laughs> You're probably the only one who can tell the difference. Let's uh, be real. Also, there's no actual Irish or Scottish people in this world, so <laughs> it's fine if it drifts. <laughs> right. If you'd like, you can meet me there, too. You can get yeah, a room. She kind of turns and looks at um, Shivani and what's her name again? Caitlin? Imani. Imani. Imani and Shivani. She looks over at the Anis and kind of sighs. She's like, I can just stay here. We can have some fun, right? And she just kind of like claps Shivani on the shoulder. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I certainly can, you large, brutish woman. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See? Friends already. And sh- uh, yeah, that's inspiration worthy right there. Go for it. <laughs> also, inspiration to you, Amanda, for your. your uh, Arm boredom, arm day marking, <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, inspiration to you too, Sean, for your cat sitting. <laughs> A cat sitting. Everyone's doing fantastically. Yep. All right, so go us. Go you guys. <laughs> Uh, so my errand is trying to get, what was her name? Riffin? Yes. I want to speak with Riffin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, you come back to the, uh, uh, to the kind of the front desk of the council chambers and state your request. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, worker behind the, uh, uh, behind, uh, what have you, did you ever decide on what your title was? No, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'll I'll have it by next session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. 
Uh, anyway, uh, the person behind this desk says, uh, yes, of course, uh, lady, no, as soon as possible. Uh, and uh, she leaves uh, and comes back and says, uh, Riffin will see you in her chambers. Uh, she says, down the hall, uh, second left. I go there. All right, so you walk down this hallway. Uh, there is a, uh, a, tra- a translucent crystal ceiling. Uh, beyond it, you can see the... Uh, the many hundreds of thousands of crystals and the geode ceiling of crystallum shining. Uh, uh, you get to uh, you get to Riffin's office, which overlooks the lake, uh, and she's uh, sitting in there, uh, kind of uh, uh, focused on a letter that she's reading. Uh, does she have a title, Councilwoman? Yes, Councilwoman. Uh, oh, Councilwoman Riffin. She uh, says, uh, "Proper title for you, Amani." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So, I just had a quick question for you. I think that you, more than anyone else on the council, knows what I do for my clan. She nods. And I heard something unsettling as I was leaving the council chamber. What's the Minotaur woman's name? Uh, the Minotaur's name. Ziri. Zira. Ziri, I thought. Ziri, yeah, Z-I-R. Oh. Uh, from Councilwoman Ziri. And I'm here to ask you if there's anything else going on. Uh, she smiles uh, and says, uh, well, of course there is. She says, we don't, we, don't need, uh, we don't need to pluck random adventurers out of their daily lives to go track down some flail snails. Mm-hmm. She says, but um, what I can tell you is that what this really involves is nothing that will bring harm to you or your clan. Uh, and is something that will give you an opportunity that you'll be appreciative to have, considering your aims and objectives. Fair enough. I trust that, should I not return, you'll inform my sister? Of course. She says, um... I, she says... With, with with the uh, linked hole, hopefully if you get into a situation where you might not return, you can qu- quickly return here for some sort of healing. Okay. She says, think of this less as a uh, life or death mission and more of a test of your abilities. And, All right. And I've already probably said too much, so... Well, I understand that. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to put my clan at risk. No. Because the aims of the Undernation are <clears throat> as important as the aims of my tribe. And I think you understand why I feel that way. She knows. She says, I do. She says, uh, and I am aware of the burden you have taken on. I appreciate it. She says, but knowing those things is also why I I insisted that you be part of this. So, well, 
whatever the opportunity is, I appreciate the ability to pursue it. Now go out there and get that glass making snail. <laughs> we really make all of our glassware from snail poop. <laughs> it's less of a poop. Um, no, it's, ex- it's snail poop. She says, says, if it makes you feel any better, she says, by heating the glass and shaping it, it sanitizes it at the very least. It doesn't, but I understand. (laughs) (laughs) She says, Uh, perhaps you can see why this is not common knowledge among the members of the (laughs) industry. I can. I can indeed. Uh, okay, well, I will take my leave then. Mm-hmm. She says, and good, I'll go good luck. To that. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll go straight to the uh, tavern inn mm-hmm. that I recommended to everyone. Mm-hmm. All right, so you had to like the, the Pilgrim and Mug. I, I like that we're 90 minutes into the new campaign and Caitlin trusts no one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard something suspicious and I had to look it up. <laughs> um, at the bar, I've commandeered a table for uh, Giovanni and I mm-hmm. and I kind of wave over a waiter. Mm-hmm. Go. Pull him over. And I go, two of your largest ales and then whatever she wants. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a, a, a nice rosé? He, and I go uh, take my seat. He says, uh, what's that? A wine, <laughs> darling. Yeah, we got wine. You want white or red? Oh, God, save me. Um, <laughs> white would be lovely. All right, well, I hope. Two, uh, two of the uh, largest ales I have, and a white wine. He says, and for you, and a on the house. He says, thanks for coming to my bar. Uh, by the way, the bartender is a furbolg with uh, brown fur. Uh, he's seven feet tall, uh, and he appears very excited that you have graced his bar with your presence. Is that me? Yeah. I can't tell who you're talking to. Yeah. Uh, yes, you, Amanda. <laughs> okay, go. And she goes. No problem. Nice being here. And I go sit down on the chair in front of the uncomfortable, stand up, pull off my Warhammer, put it on the table, and my mace on the other <laughs> side of the table, and then sit down and do it more comfortably. Uh, I kind of sit like a football player. <laughs> nice. Shivani, um, you realize that you, the two of you have drawn a lot of attention, which you're used to. Uh, however, what you're not used to is most of it is focused on your companion. <laughs> and in fact you hear her name being whispered among some of the patrons in the bar I will I will have a seat across from I will prestidigitate the bench clean <laughs> and then have a seat across from Una so you are um, something of a local celebrity it seems she that kind of draws my attention I go Maybe a bit. What, what what sort of thing is it that, that people seem to know you for? What is your claim to fame? 
just not being from around here. Thank God for that. And as she says that, uh, Shivani, you suddenly realize who this is. This is a person who about six, was it six years ago, Amanda? Five years ago? Um, I think it was a lot more recent than that. Let me double check. Uh, Oh, I don't actually have a, what time when I got here. It wasn't, I'd say about two years. So a few years ago, uh, uh, there was, in fact, uh, an outsider had managed to make their way into the Undernation. Um, there was a big hubbub about it because they'd never been an outsider to the Undernation before. Um, uh, and uh, and so that was, she was the talk of, this person was the talk of the town for, uh, you know, a bit. Uh, but in high society... You moved on because, oh, this was an interesting curiosity for a month. And, oh, she's a loutish barbarian. <laughs> How droll. Uh, and you moved on to whatever else, you know, kills up that season. But uh, right. you, you realize, though, that this is, in fact, that person. My word. Oh, you're that, um, that wild woman who appeared... <laughs> down here a few years ago. Yes, yes, I remember hearing about you. Uh, about you, rather. So fascinating. How, where is it you come from, exactly? Oh, well, not sure where it is in relation to here. Um, and from a lot of places. Mostly up. Wander around a lot. Well, yeah, mostly up and <laughs> west. <laughs> <laughs> This is the West in general. I don't know. It might be east of here. I guess everything is kind of east if you go far enough. It's yeah. <laughs> very true. Uh, what was it like up there on the, on the surface world? I hear there are all manner of, of strange occurrences. Some sort of open thing called a sky. No, yep. There's a whole big one. <laughs> a whole big one. You're a fascinating conversationalist. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. <laughs> I get that a lot, actually. <laughs> weirdly enough, hmm. um, you just you know get the question a lot. It starts to bore me. Of course, I completely understand. So, um. We don't have glass shitting snails up there, so that's one thing you guys got. <laughs> true, true. Um. <laughs> I imagine when she says that, they both kind of look down at their glass for a second and then look away. Like, <laughs> oh, I hope it's like metal. <laughs> uh, this is a stone mug, actually. It's not. Okay, good. <laughs> glass, glass, while also disgusting, is also very, fairly expensive. So most, <laughs> most the, uh, yeah, most these uh, sort of uh, lower class taverns use metal or preferably stone for their. Even, even for wine glasses, Lady Shivani. Uh, they don't go to wine. wine glasses here, so <laughs> the wine was poured also in a uh, uh, in a stone ale <laughs> mug. <laughs> certain that the limestone will add a 
wonderful richness to the bouquet. <laughs> Tends to make it a little grittier, you know? I like that. <laughs> and then I down the rest of the first mug. So. <laughs> Damn, I'm already kind of bored. <laughs> Uh, so this this goes on for a little while longer. Just the two of you, uh, kind of sitting there awkwardly, occasionally throwing out like conversation fragments. But neither of you actually kind of doing that due diligence in conversations where you kind of have to pick up the other half of the conversation and proceed with it forward. So these sort of halting conversation bits happen for maybe another thirty or forty minutes before Amani shows up. Amani! Oh, thank the gods. Over here, over here. Okay. Um, uh, and Shivani, you do know that Amani does apparently hold some sort of higher title, uh, but it's in the, um, you know, that eastern outskirts. town that no one really cares about. Yeah. <laughs> no one really cares about. Uh, all right. I wave over the bartender. Uh, later to get um, Imani taken care of. Uh, this uh, kind of excited looking furbolg comes over uh, and says, uh, Hey there, you with uh, you with uh, Una? Yeah. He says, what you drinking? Ale. One ale coming right up. Uh, more of that white wine for you there, miss? Yeah. Yes, yes please. It's, um, it's different than what I'm used to. <laughs> you know, you know, I'll just bring you the bottle. Uh, I've uncorked it, and uh, if you don't drink it, I don't think it's it's just going to go to waste. So uh, <laughs> That'll be fine. Thank you. So he comes back over with an ale and an incredibly dusty glass bottle of wine. Oh, my gosh. That's loud. Dare I ask if the bottle has any kind of label on it? <laughs> uh, it, it, it does not. Oh, look. It's in snail shit. <laughs> yes, indeed. Snail shit. That's probably that grainy texture you were tasting. <laughs> so, Amani, how was your little errands? It was good. I got the information I needed. Hmm? Good, good. Now, am I right in understanding that you're from um, uh, out in uh, Parvavalin? No, I'm from Partivian. Partivian, oh, my mistake. I apologize. I often get the suburbs confused. Um, <laughs> Partivian, that's a, that's a rather rough area of, of the undonation. Um, yeah, with um, all the demons, it can occasionally be that way. Demons, oh. you say? Una perks up. Well, it's been a lot of years. Not since I was like... Oh, gosh. I think I was 16. Was that what I put in my thing, Chris? I think so. Yeah. So it's been a quiet for a couple of years. But growing up, there were wow. a few. Sorry, Una. I didn't mean to get your hopes up. Oh, well, no problem. 
I mean, come back in a couple of decades and it'll be time to fight them off again. But for right now, it's fine. Also, I found my title. Like... What is it? Found your what? It, my title. It's uh, oh. I'm, I'm the Zymond of the Gate. Mm. And uh, Zymond is a re- Arabic for uh, leader. Mm. Cool. I'm basing all of our language on Arabic because it's really pretty. Because <laughs> it sounds nice. Very pretty. So, yeah, yeah. In How a couple you spell of that? Uh, Well, I'm spelling it phonetically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Z A E I M O N D. Z A E I? Z A E I M O N D. Which is not at all how you spell it in Arabic, but mm-hmm. phonetically, so I can remember it. Oh, yeah, there we go. And are, you sh- are you sharing that with us at the table? Um, I'll, I'll probably once you make the comment about the uh, the suburbs, I'll be like, yeah, from the suburbs, <laughs> just the Zymons of the gate. Which sounds fancy. Most people in the under nation know is the the leader who leads the tribe that keeps this gate from exploding inwards. Oh, well, forgive me. I did not realize you were a person of such prestige. Wait, what's it mean? Ditto. It means that she is the leader of a a very specialized group that keeps a a very dangerous gate between the the demonic realms and ours from opening up. Mm. Sounds useful. It is. Always good to be useful. <laughs> in a couple of decades, I'll be called home as long as nothing disastrous happens between now and then. But yeah, for but now, what are the odds of that happening? I know. <laughs> <laughs> for now, I'm free to adventure. So, what do you do, Uma? U- Una? Una. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, hitting things over here, building things over there. <laughs> Better than tearing things down. Sure. Choo, choo, choo. Okay. Uh, so you guys chat for a little while longer. Uh, while you're chatting, uh, Yin, what are you doing? I need to run back to um, my town. Mm-hmm. And um, I imagine, like, I do things in other cities, so I have a kind of an established someone that, that will look in on um, the people that I look in on <laughs> from time to time, somebody that can kind of help me out, mm-hmm. non, a non-clerical specialist. So I just kind of ask that person to keep an eye on, you know, Beatrice and, and all the other all the other people that I check in on, and then I... Beat feet back up to the to the inn to meet up with everybody else. <clears throat> Unless um, something happens on the way. <laughs> when it gets to be about dust, I'm going to disappear for a few minutes. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, about, it gets to be about dusk. The uh, lights are starting to dim overhead. Uh, and uh, uh, Una excuses herself for a moment. Uh, and this is about the time when Yen arrives. Uh, so, Yen, you arrive at a table. Um, uh, <laughs> Imani is there along with... Uh, Along with Shivani. Uh, Shivani, so how much of that wine have you did to drink over the, over the last three or four hours? Six hours? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just been day drinking because nothing else to do. <laughs> Old habits. I mean, pretty much the entire bottle is gone. And and she's like half leaning on the table going, and this, 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 is, this is a dash. This is a dash. My, my little friend here. He can, he can do a trick. Would you like to see him do a trick? A trick. Poopsies. And the owl disappears and reappears on the bar across the room. He's very talented. He's very talented. Come, come back to mommy, dear. Come back to mommy. That's cool. So I'm assuming I'm not kind of... allowed to play anyone but the owl. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I I know. I mean, I, I'm assuming that Amanda, your thing is something that happens frequently for you. Yeah, up, you disappear. Yeah, just for a few minutes. Yeah, so I figure I know. I'm, I'm unlike in real life. I'm very perceptive, <laughs> so <laughs> I assume I recognize there's a pattern to this. Um. So I'll walk up to the table and I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming Una's off doing her thing. How 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 are you all doing? Oh, we're lovely, darling. We're lovely. Um, Little drop. I'd offer you some wine, but it appears it's all gone now. <laughs> <laughs> funny how that happened. It's funny how that happened. Oh, you didn't try to keep up with her, did you? I I know three people that almost died trying to do that. Oh no 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 dearie I'm going uh, Scottish now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we're gonna do a, we're gonna you and I are gonna do that a lot. <laughs> it's, just, it's just we've been sitting here since almost ten a.m. in the morning and now it's dusk. We've not to do but drink and stare at one another awkwardly. Una <laughs> uh, Una is not. Not a great conversationalist. But maybe you can tell me what it's like being uh, a member of royalty. I don't know. Royalty. No, not royalty. Just nobility, you know. Um, um, the... The elites. The... the, the Snobbish? Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> you know, the upper crust, that's that's what we are. In order for there to be royalty, there'd have to be a king or a queen or something like that. And, and we don't have that. No, 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 no. But it's hard. It's a much harder life than people think, you know? Just the stresses of having to bear the weight of of civilization on your shoulders and, and, and knowing that without without 
your station and, and the people who who finance the the arts and, and culture and maintain the, the the councils and the bureaucracies of that just civilization would collapse, dear. It's just the duties we perform are so important. Which is not to say that the little people aren't important as well. I mean, you, 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 you. I, I don't know what you do. What do you do? <laughs> I, I, I lean over and I, I kind of tap her on the shoulder. It's like, oh, oh, you poor thing. Calm down now. Around this time, I head back and I go, Yay, you're here! And I pat him on the shoulder as I sit down and then I lean over and like stage whisper mark. They seem very nice, but they're not the great in the chit chat area. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you hadn't been getting them drunk. (laughs) Oh, they're drunk? Not, not many beings can drink for six hours. <laughs> it, uh, it, I forget that sometimes. Yeah, you forget that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of the percent of the time. <laughs> well, maybe Lady Shivani was just telling us how difficult it is to be rich and powerful. Oh, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, not from anyone we know, but... Oh, you know, people I knew before. Every, Always every. somebody needs you to come and clean up some mess, and then it's so hard. Every every path has difficulties. It's true. True. And you guys are having this conversation in front of the other two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I get the impression they're wildly sloshed. I, I am not drunk. I am... I'm having a hard time separating myself from Narasthana. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to take a few sessions to get to get yeah, into that. Because yeah. I know exactly how Narasana would uh, react to that bullshit, but I'm not, not quite clear on Imani yet. <laughs> I not- noticed that um, the bottle of wine is out. And I call the fireball bartender over again. He comes over. Oh, he says, "Oh, uh, a new friend." He says, uh, uh, "He puts his hand out uh, to you, Yin, uh, and says, uh, he says, my name's uh, Agaz.' I, Yin, fear. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, pleasure's I all mine." He says, uh, "I buy you a drink." I don't think I'll ever say no to a nice to a nice drink every evening. What can I get you? Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I will have a beer, and maybe something for dinner for me and my friends. Some oh, yeah, food. A little wait, wait. Some food. He says, "Yeah." yeah uh, he says, "I've got a finest finest ale in the house for you." He says, and. Uh, some fresh baked bread and some mushroom stew for the rest of you. All of you. Sounds delicious. Yeah, sounds fine. <laughs> Been two freaking years of mushroom stew, yeah. <laughs> it is by far the most common dish in the Internet. 
Just want some nice fish. Maybe some beef. They actually do have fish. Fish is, uh, you know, they... they ocean are, fish. Yeah, they're not ocean fish. They do have, like, river fish. fish. Yeah. Fish are like, this is big. I want fish that fucking big. <laughs> when um, we get back, I'll buy you a mushroom steak. <laughs> I know you like those. Uh, <laughs> why do you smell weird? <laughs> why do you smell weird? You smell like you're wet. Oh. So you're playing in the sink? I'm outside. How did you get in here? Uh-oh. Did you open the door? Followed him outside onto the balcony and now he's suddenly <laughs> in again. All right, so. Now we have to worry. Oh, All right, sorry, so sorry. you guys are well fed, uh, and the uh, bartender keeps you well well watered. Hey, I'm helping it. Mm. Um, Smart cat. Uh, anything anybody else wants to do that evening? I dip some bread into my mushroom stew and begrudgingly eat it. <laughs> Tastes like every meal you've had for the last two years, basically. <laughs> Uh, you know, when I got here and they let me go, I thought I wouldn't be in prison. <laughs> so where you come from, they've got what instead? I kind of roll my eyes because I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty much anything. Depends on where you are in the world, too. Lots of different things in different regions. It's a nice potato. Oh, you guys probably have potatoes down here, right? All you need is a batch of dirt and it grows anywhere. Yeah, potatoes are definitely something that they have here. Fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, things that grow in the actual sunlight. Sunlight's a weird concept. I mean, it's less weird than magic over your head all the time. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that cat just wants a hug. That's adorable. All right. All right. Well, we've, we've we've had dinner. Um, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Call it a night. I. Uh, should, should we? Shall we? forth. Sally forth. We have important work to do, and. And um, I forgot who we're doing it for. Who? Who? What are you? You should follow me. Come on. Yes. Yes. Of course. I follow money. Uh, I I help her to her room. <laughs> I look over at Yen as they leave, and I go, "Oh, that's going to be fun." <laughs> as 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 long as we keep the as long as we keep Amani to tuck in the mage, we're fine. I, I imagine we go upstairs. <laughs> Come on, just go, this is this is not my room. This is some grubby little closet. What is? <laughs> you are going to have a very hard time, <laughs> and I can't help you with it at all. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
I, I guide her into the room. Mm. And I'm like, you gotta sleep? Was that a question or a command? <laughs> I mean, a little of both. <laughs> I, I suppose I am just a little tired. And I suppose I could... I give her a little push with one finger towards the bed. <laughs> she's out. Yeah, she's out. Good. So I set up a glass of water and a waste basket next to her bed, and I go find a different room <laughs> to sleep in. Alright. Make sure she's on her side so she doesn't choke on her own vomit in the middle of the Real concern. <laughs> All right. Uh, the lights rise uh, on a new morning, day 352. Day 352. Um. Duncan, stop hitting my dice. <laughs> All right, so you guys, uh, you guys are served breakfast. Um, it's actually a fancier breakfast than you'd expect from this place. Uh, um, Agaz explains that uh, uh, the council sent this over for you guys specifically to, to eat. Is there anything interesting about it? Uh, when you drink, uh, it actually came also with some bottles of liquid. Stop it! Uh, and when you drink it, your hangover goes away. <laughs> I don't know They did do their research. Nice. <laughs> oh, dear. That was a thoroughly unpleasant experience. You seemed to be enjoying it while you were in the mud. <laughs> I think I'll be um, a bit more temperate in the future with this group. Sean, are you just rolling your dice over and over? Sorry, yeah. Okay. Alright, it stopped. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what that noise was, and I think I, I finally realized that it was happening every time I saw your arm move, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was testing my dice. So shall we, if everyone is, is quite finished uh, with their breakfast, shall we be on our way? What kind of food was at the breakfast? Um, fresh baked beds, um, eggs, which are actually kind of a rarity, uh, uh, kind of baked into a frittata with, uh, like mushroom and potato and onion. <laughs> You're uh, not going to get away from it, Amanda. <laughs> I hate, Amanda hates mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and, uh, surprisingly, uh, a very exorbitant, uh, uh, each of you has an orange in your mm. lunch. Ooh. I haven't seen one of these in years. Nice. Duncan, stop it. Here, you can play with this one. Uh, most of you, uh, Shivani, you may have eaten the citrus before, but... Don't uh, eat it! Uh, we take, but uh, those of you that 
Those of you that grew up in the Under Nation, uh, this is definitely the first time you've ever eaten fruit. How as a nation do we avoid scurvy? Ah, <laughs> uh, got it. Uh, carrots. Chocolate magic. <laughs> carrots, lots of carrots. Yep. Does everything here grow on the ground? Everything that grows? Uh, yeah, and it all comes from the farm. Mm. That's really the only... I mean, most most of it's... There's barely any soil here. It's mostly just uh, rock, so... Just bare rock? Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys about corn. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> Ooh, and bananas. Uh, you guys, when she describes what a banana is... Probably think that she's making it up and having a go at you. <laughs> the idea, a, the idea of banana is pretty friend, unbelievable. I have a long friendship of uh, insight rolls against her, and I, I believe her by this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's also this one fruit where if you slice into it, it looks like star. Never mind. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much to explain. <laughs> All right, so you show me set out. Your breakfast tucked in. Uh, what do you guys do? Head out. I grab a couple of rolls and shove them in my pocket. Head out. <laughs> All right. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, Amani, you can tell us where you saw the trails in the past. I just start walking that way. It's this way. <laughs> no, okay. Follow along. All right, I so, do look to uh, Shivani. I hold out the orange. I'm like, how long will this last? Not very long, dear. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Um, Shivani, I know. Yeah, you have dark vision. I do uh, not. You're the only one with dark vision, so. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, the tunnels are very dark. Um, pitch black, actually, after a few turns. Uh, what do you do to light your way? Well, this is bullshit. It's, um, the crystals, are there like self-sustaining crystals that we can, like sunstones? Uh, yeah, you could. You guys could get some sunstones. Uh, I, I would think that because I do so much traveling, I have at least one or two on my person. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought of that before. Um, Yennefer, did you take any light spells? Gone. Um, no, I, I thought I had. <laughs> I thought I could see. Let me. And I don't know. Do I have access to those? Yeah, you're a cleric. Uh, cleric has uh, light as a cantrip. Oh, but you've already learned your cantrips. Um... They probably have some sort of light spell. We also have torches. Yeah, you also yeah. use a torch or a sunstone. I'm going to draw the old-fashioned way and light a torch. Okay. <clears throat> I look over at Amani and I go, favorite thing about torches... Is that it lets people know where the trouble is. (laughs) 
I imagine that Imani's got a little ring that attaches to her backpack, so the sunstone's like dangling in front of her, so she can search easily. Like an anglerfish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was picturing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Shivani will hang back a little bit and let the the ranger take the lead. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Amani, this is in fact, if I remember correctly, your favorite terrain. Uh, so don't forget, uh, whenever you um, uh, whenever you make any checks related to the Underdark, like survival, any um, intelligence or wisdom check related to this, you double your proficiency bonus for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, difficult terrain won't slow your group's travel. Uh, you cannot become lost in these tunnels except by magical means, uh, and uh, you can re- you remain you remain alert to, to danger. Uh, you find twice as much food while foraging and while tracking creatures. You have a much better idea of how to do that. Uh, so, uh, if you would go ahead and make a survival check uh, with with your double proficiency bonus. Um, my proficiency bonus is two, right? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. So, on survival, I already have my proficiency bonus on it. Yes. So oh, you just, add on well, just add an additional two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a natural one, boys and girls. <laughs> I've already got inspiration. <laughs> that's oh, not boy. good for like one of the first rolls. <laughs> but we also all know who I am, so. <laughs> hey, your first roll actually got you something like a 22, so. Yeah, I did. That's true. Um, 9 to 12, 17, 19. Keep rolling ones, we're going to find some hill giants. <laughs> how, they got, how they got down here, we don't know. But I can talk to them now. <laughs> That's true, yeah. So, uh, you guys spend a few hours uh, going through these unmapped uh, and dangerous tunnels. Uh, Amani, you uh, you get your bearings pretty quickly. You remember, you actually kind of, you re- you know, even though you don't have a photographic memory, you do have a pretty good idea of how to navigate through here. Um, and uh, uh, pretty soon you get uh, to the point where uh, you remember there being glass previously on the ground um, but it's not there uh, so roll me an investigate check with your additional with your additional bonus okay <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 17 alright uh, so uh, you guys proceed for a few hours into the tunnels at some point, Amani stops you, uh, and then she crouches down and kind of like puts her hand on the ground and looks around for a second. Uh, you get the idea that um, that the glass, you like, you can see where the glass used to be on the floor, uh, but you can actually see little tool marks in the ground um, where uh, where it appears something or someone has pried the glass up. Hmm. Interesting. So I share that, that someone has uh, also been hunting these, uh, what is it, dread snails? Flail snails. Flail snails. Flail snails. Good. Um, 
But with the tool, I like a good competition. Follow the direction of the glass, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're able to kind of get a beat on uh, where you think uh, it was headed. So, well, I will send us that way. How many hours have passed? At this point, just like a little over two. Oh, okay. We're gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. You want me to roll again? Uh, no, uh, you, uh, I'll, I'll leave your roll for now. Um, okay. so, uh, uh, you keep following, um, the path, and sure, you know, like, you can still see marks where it looked like the glass was, and all of it has been, has been plucked up. Uh, and eventually, uh, you come into a, uh, a, uh, kind of a larger cave, uh, that's full of stalagmites, um, and it appears that the uh, uh, trail um, seems to end here in this room. Hmm. Well, we're either going to find who the person who was taking the glass or the flail snails here. So, I look up. Look up. Very important. I like to look around. Uh, roll me a perception check. Does the trail just, like, stop in the middle of the room? Yes. 22. Nice. Natural 19. Nice. Alright, you got a 22, natural 19. Uh, what else? What else did people get? No, 22 was from a natural 19. Okay. Just people seemed impressed, so I was, I was giving more information. <laughs> another, oh, go ahead. Another 8. I got an 11. Oh. Do I get to add my proficiency to perception? Uh, is it an Are you proficient in it? It is wisdom, yeah. Uh, then yes. Okay. 25. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, you guys are kind of standing at the entrance to this cave, um, and, uh, you see the tool marks, uh, that ended the trail, you know, you see the tool marks, um, uh, and then, uh, you, you, it just, it's just like the, uh, snail stopped and disappeared. Yeah, you you kind of standing at the entrance to the cavern. You just kind of look around, and all you see are rocks. Nothing. You look up, and the, there's some like stalactites hanging from the ceiling, but there's like a sound of like slight like dripping. Well, if there's there's the sound of dripping, then I look for the entrance where the dripping is coming from. So you walk in uh, and looking for the dripping. Uh, what did the rest of you do? I'm going to pull out from my my packet a finely polished and cut lapis lazuli gem mm-hmm. with an engraved magical rune on it, and speaking a a word of command, uh, activate it and use detect magic. <laughs> okay. 
So for 10 minutes, I can detect magic within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Um, you get some faint magical auras from your companions, from their items. Uh, those of you that have them. Uh, there's like a, you see a ring on Amani's finger that glows. Um, uh, what, are, what other magic items do you guys have? Just out of curiosity. I have a Warhammer of Warning. Uh, her Warhammer glows sort of a, uh, a, a bright uh, divination color. Oh. I have, uh, <clears throat> is that all you have, Amanda? No, my ring. My ring are jumping. Okay. I don't think my plate is half plate is magic. I just love the idea of with a <laughs> with a ring of jumping. <laughs> That's going to come in hilarious later. Oh yeah. Uh, I have two short swords plus one as well. What's that? Um, I have two short swords plus one, so badass weaponry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you see these, these all these auras glowing around you from your your companions, uh, but the cavern itself uh, has nothing. Um, Um, Amani, uh, you're standing there, like, you're listening for the dripping sound, um, and as you look to your right, you catch it just in time, uh, the stalagmite next to you, uh, out of nowhere, suddenly a tendril shoots out of it, uh, and, uh, wraps itself around you. Um, Um, I think I have a thing for that. I, I am, aren't I alert? I am alert. I cannot be surprised while I'm conscious, and other creatures don't gain advantage on attack rolls against me as a result of being unseen by me. Alright, so we'll do initiative, uh, and you won't be surprised, so you will get to... 18. What'd you get? 18. 18? Shit. (laughs) And your your initiative bonus is plus 9. I know, right? Isn't that amazing? That's the alert gives you a plus five, plus five bonus to initiative, which is a good reason why I took it. That's cool. <laughs> right. I also got an eighteen. I got a thirteen. We'll have to load your guys' stats into my iPad app. So I'm going to do this one the old-fashioned way, on paper. So, oh, my. So retro. Yeah, I know. Uh, wow. what's, what's, your, what's your initiative bonus, um, uh, Una? One. One? All right, so. <laughs> uh, let's see, so. I woke up the bear. Aww. Aww. So, Aww, baby. Una got an 18. The Roper got an 18. Guys, look at Mr. Roper. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the fact. Yen, what'd you get? Uh, 13. Um, 
And uh, <laughs> uh, Shivani, what'd you get? Seventeen. I am going last. You are. You're first, though. Yeah. Uh, it's nice real, when you're last. Real quick, uh, give me your ACs, Amani. Sixteen. And your hit points? Twenty-two. Whoa! Una? Right? It's not the same! Oh! <laughs> same initiative! <laughs> same AC! Same points! Twinsies! 17 armor class, 14 hit points. <laughs> wow. What? And, what? uh, yeah. 18 armor class, 18 hit points. Great. Oh my gosh, guys. <clears throat> He's purring so hard right now. Cool. Oh, babies. Okay. Alright, so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, suddenly, uh, and you're not surprised by it, uh, this thing, um, the rest of you are, though, so, uh, this I'm thing... Not. I can't be surprised. Oh, okay, you're not surprised either. A uh, Warhammer of warning. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, uh, but Yin and Shivani, you're, you're both, uh, you're both surprised. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, so pretty much this, this thing that looks like a stalagmite suddenly tendril whips out of it at, uh, Amani... Uh, but Amani is ready to go, uh, always alert, so you'll go first. Okay. Uh, how close is it to me? Oh, let me put up the map, sorry. Okay, uh, is it on the map? It, uh, it should be... now. Okay. And it's the stalagmite there in the center. Oops. That, uh... Okay. Um, so since it's already close to me, I'm not going to uh, back up. I will go ahead and step right up into it. I can't have my dice. <laughs> yeah, and I and to- as the uh, tendril pulls out, you actually see this like uh, creepy ass, like gaping maw open up, and all these teeth. <clears throat> uh, and you, you being familiar with the Underdark, have heard of these creatures before, though you've. Luckily, never encountered one before. They're ropers. Uh, they are creatures that like are indistinguishable from stalagmites, um, and use that to their advantage to try to uh, eat people that get too close to them unsuspectingly. Okay, uh, so this is not the snail we're looking for. This is not the snail you're looking for. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will attack it twice. Yeah, uh, and of course uh, I will. I will put a picture of this in the uh, in the group yeah. message as soon as I figure out where my screenshot went. Um. So I've got two weapon fighting, but I don't get a bonus attack, right? Uh, so you can uh, you okay when you when you wield two weapons, you make your normal attack with your standard action, uh-huh. uh, and then as a bonus action, you can make your offhand attack. Okay. And attacks per action, so that's why I don't get three attacks like Deku does. Okay. Um, So I will actually cast Hunter's Mark on this thing. I mean, should I waste a spell slot on this thing? Yes, this is a very tough fight. Okay. Uh, Then I will cast Hunter's Mark. Let's see. Spells. Hunter's Mark. Um, Which gives me an additional 1d6 whenever I hit with a weapon attack. 
And on oh. my perception tags, drops. Okay. Uh, and then I will attack it once with my short sword. Lord. Okay. So. Oh no! It was it was on a nineteen and it flipped to a one. Oh, no. Oh. So I don't suppose an eight hits. Uh, no. Uh, it, I mean, it hits, it's just, it's rock. You got yeah. a lot of natural armor to get through. That, uh, that d20's going Oh, through. God. Sorry, I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a little ick. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I'm done. Okay, uh, Una. I am going to... How far... Wait, where's where's the map? I put it up. Okay. No, I see it. It's just hard to see behind all these... Is there a way to make the uh, things at the bottom smaller? Yeah. If you go into the uh, little settings, it's under um, chat avatars. You pick names only. Yeah, player video avatar size. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I am one, two, three. Can I get to it? I can't get to it, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. It's twenty-five feet away from you. All right, cool. I am going to close my eyes for a second. And say a quick prayer and so I still to my goddess and enter into my rage. Mm-hmm. And then bolt towards this thing and hit it with my fucking hammer. <laughs> Alright, you're raging. Alright. And I'm going to run over and hit it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you run up uh, and as you run up, this uh, mouth starts to open wider and starts to make these just strange, horrible, gurgling noises. I am right for that giant eye. All right. <laughs> um, that is 14. Uh, that'll miss. Damn it! Okay. Um, yeah, that's all I can do. It's weird being level two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, remember when we used to be really good at all this stuff? <laughs> all right. Uh, it goes. I'm just so excited to actually hit something for the first time in forever. Yeah, that's true. That I just, like, wind up and just miss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, its tendril shoots out, uh, as it's been doing forever, it seems like. Uh, AC 24 on Amani. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you are now grappled. He's trying to kill us the first. Goody. It uh, doesn't deal any damage. Okay, but I can't make any attacks, right? Oh, no, you can attack. Uh, uh, so your speed becomes zero, uh, you, so you can't move. Um, and uh, that's it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but you're also... Um, you also have disadvantage on. Uh, so you're also restrained. Uh, so you have disadvantage on your strength checks and saving throws. Um, and 
it t- attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. So, okay. uh, so it grabs you, um, and it uh, tries to t- pull you up and take a bite out of you. Mm. Uh, AC fourteen. Miss. All right. Uh, you're able to kind of just squirm out of the way as it pulls you pulls you in for a bite. You just kind of push off of it with your sword. Uh, puts up. Uh, let's see. Did a tendril attack against the Mani. Um, it gets another tendril attack. It actually shoots a tendril out at you, Yin, because you look like a big tasty snack that's far away. Uh, AC 16. That's a miss. All right, so uh, you, you're able to avoid getting tendrilled. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, puts up Shivani. Uh, one thing I forgot is uh, my familiar gets his own initiative, so he rolled a, a 10. Okay. Uh, but Shivani is going to... And his name is Adresh, uh, right? Or... Adesh. Adesh. A, a, Shivani is going to uh, make a, 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 a magical gesture, mutter a, an arcane phrase, and cause a thick layer of frost to appear around the roper. Uh, nice. Needs to make a constitution save of 13. Uh, it rolled a natural 13, unfortunately. Well, both. Does it take half damage? Uh, no, it, uh, nothing happens. Unfortunately, uh, but I will draw my scimitar and uh, whisper to Adesh. Um, go help Imani, darling. That's not her name. That's the name. Imani. Yes, Imani. Go help Imani, darling. All right. And that'll be my turn. Uh, Yen. I am going to do things that clerics would do. Okay. Um, oh, stuff. Yeah, clericy stuff. So, Matt, I just want to clarify. I can I prepared some spells. I can use any number of those. Yeah, in fact, you have spell slots for up to your spell slot, right? Yeah, but I mean, I can cast. So, if I wanted to, I could cast any one of my prepared spells three times. Correct. Okay. Good. Um. Well, I think I will be the. You gonna purify some food and drink? Is that what you're up to? I, I am gonna purify the fuck out of some food and drink. Um, I think I'm going to move. Oh, how do I grab myself again? I'm sorry. I don't have your your token set up yet um, uh, this week. So tell me where you want me to move you. Okay, sorry. Um, how? What, <laughs> do, do I have any idea what the range is on this thing? Well, it's got to be at least thirty feet. So it hit you from where you're standing. Yeah, and it seemed like there was more tendril to go. <laughs> yeah. So, so can I move over here? Yeah. That should be thirty. Yep. Um, and. <clears throat> in the interest of oh, never mind 
Ah, uh, shit. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Actually, can you move me one square to the left? I'm assuming that I could uh, that I that I'm within thirty of Shivani. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I will cast bless on the three of my the other three people of my party. Cool. So all of you get um, you get an extra D four. Um, to an attack roll or a saving throw. Um, that you make. So cool. Anytime in the next minute. Nice. And I'm pretty sure that's all I could do. So Yeah, well that's that's a that's good. Uh, and I believe it also hits it hits a dash. And I'll put out a little dash token there. Not uh, I wanna leave it. I can only do three targets, I think. Yeah, it's only three. Oh so uh, who's blessed? So it's just your companions? Yes. Okay, so not you. Okay, uh, puts up a dash. Uh, a dash is going to take off mm-hmm. from uh, Shivani's shoulder and do like a flyby swoop mm-hmm. past the uh, the roper. Yep. And as he does, he's going to use the health action mm-hmm. um, to give Amani advantage on her next uh, attack roll. Nice. Nice. And then we'll fly over to let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 30, 35, 40, 45. And just land on this rock over here. Which rock? Uh oh. Okay. Alright. Nice. So that just cancels out the disadvantage, right? On one of the attacks that I'm going to make? Um, yeah. Cool. Thank you. So he just swoops in and like Distracts flaps his wings and distracts the roper. All right, uh, puts up a money. All right, I'm going to attempt to attack. And you can only make the second attack if you make the first attack successfully, right? Nope, you can make nope. it regardless. Oh, okay. It just uses your bonus action. That's the only. What? Okay. All right, that one probably hits. The first one was another natural one. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, so this one is 20-something, 20 22? Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And what are we looking for here? Uh, rolling a d4 wouldn't make a natural one hit, right? Nothing? No, I said no. No. Oh, I didn't hear you. I, would, didn't I, have just, I shook my head no, sorry. I, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so 1d6 plus 5, so I'm going to stab. Okay, that's good. 10 points of damage. Nice. A big hit. Um, oh, 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 and I get an additional d6 because I had Hunter's Mark on that guy. Yes. Right? Yes, you do. So let me go back. So I get another d6. Oh, I only have one. All right. What the fuck? All right, you slash at it. It says in response. Uh, oh, it says. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, puts up. Um, yeah, and the disadvantage in your strength checks and saving throws is like you feel like as it's grabbed you, like it's just got these like 
almost like it almost like punctures you and it seems to be like sapping the strength out of you. Oh, did I get should I have rolled that second one a second time? I don't think so. Okay, I so I got the advantage on both of those. What's the what what action is the help action, Matt? Um give me a second here. Um, you can aid a friendly creature attacking a creature within five feet. Uh, if your ally attacks the target before your next turn, the first attack roll is made with advantage. Oh, so the second one I should have rolled twice. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. Let's just keep moving. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Una, you're up. All right. Um. I am going to fucking hit that thing again. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Natural 20. Nice. Yes! Yeah. First nat 20. All right. And then what did I roll for this? Two of everything. No. No. Two, two of every dice you have. End it now. And so, are you using the warhammer two-handed, or using it uh, with one and then a light hammer in the other hand? I'm using it two-handed right now. All right. So roll two d10 and add four. Two d10. Oh, and add six. I'm sorry, because you're you're raging. Opening for you. Eighteen. Eighteen points of damage. Nice. Uh, just this, like, just this uh, green blood just starts pouring out of a wound you cut open. Yes. Um, and then I think that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just kind of. Yeah, you don't have a lot of tools in your toolbox as a barbarian. <laughs> no, not at the moment. Pretty much I just a hammer. Look over my shoulder and grin at in fear and turn back to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it kind of uh, keeps. Um, it's kind of got Amani off your off her feet. It's holding her up in the air. Uh, the second tentacle lashes out at you, uh, Una, for hurting it mm-hmm. so for daring to hurt it so. Uh, that one uh, AC 11 will miss a third tentacle comes out oh god it attacks you Uh, AC 23 that definitely hits Uh, you are now grappled Uh, so it picks you up off the ground Uh, and then you feel these like um, yeah you just feel these like protrusions into your skin and feel it starting to like just uh, it just is like sapping the life from you. Um, uh, and let's see here. Then it's going to, yeah, reels you in and it's going to try to take a bite out of you. Gross. Uh, AC 25. Ooh, that hits. You take 13 points of damage. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance for that. That's what, a D12 plus 
something. Um, let me look. Well, and is that damage halved? Barbie. Oh, yeah, what kind of damage is it for some region? Oh, it's uh, piercing damage, so yes. Okay, so they love that. Wait, how much was it? 22? Uh, no, there's... No, she did 13. 13 points. 13. So you right, take, so uh, take six. That. I'll take six. And it, it just, like, yeah, it, gra- it just, like, takes a bite and then just starts, like, kind of uh, manically chewing. <laughs> Alright. Um, what's up, Shivani? <laughs> uh, Shivani is going to run in and try and get behind the, uh, the roper. I don't know if flanking offers any benefit, but she's going to move over here uh, and take a swipe with her scimitar. That oh, is a 21 to hit. I forgot you were Love also it. a fire. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Committing mage suicide? <laughs> Why is the cloth a uh, melee? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's six points of slashing damage. All right. It takes it. And that's uh, it for my turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get a good a good slash in there. Um, your, your two friends are still up in the air, but they're struggling as much as they can. Yin? Alright. I am going to cast a spell. Damn it. I am going to cast Guiding Bolt. Nice. At the thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is... Guiding bolt. So roll an attack. You, you add plus six to it. If you hit, you'll deal forty-six. A thirteen. So no, I miss. I think. Oh, 13 yeah, because my fourteen didn't hit. Yeah, that, that'll miss. Okay, I'm going to use my inspiration. Sure. And a I different color. Have that. Uh, twenty-one. That'll hit. Okay. So uh, you you shoot. Uh, a glowing bolt at it, uh, which kind of lights it up. Uh, and uh, so the next person to uh, attack it will get advantage on it. Okay. Can I do 46? Is that 46, right? 46, yep. Um, 13 points of damage. All right. It is formally bloodied. All right. It has a Yay. bonus action. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my um, Furbolg ability mm-hmm. and do Hidden Step. All right, so you turn invisible. I do. And I think, can you move me like, I don't know, two uh, little squares diagonally to the right? So down here? Yeah. Cool. And that's my that's my turn. All right, uh, puts up a dash. Uh, dash is going to swoop again, again past the roper, and uh, this time he's going to help um, Una. Mm-hmm. So give Una the f- advantage on her first attack roll, and then land down here. Okay. All right, puts up a new round, Amani. <laughs> 
All right, so I get advantage on the first one because this is the first attack since the guiding bolt, right? Yes. I just suck at rolling. I just, okay. Uh, so that was a two. Second one, that's not going to hit either. Um, five. So two misses. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it's hard. You, you're you're trying. You're struggling against this like tendril that's got you wrapped up, and it's just hard to get any leverage against it. Yeah, except now I've rolled six ones. Get, switch dice, uh, Una. Yeah. yeah, once already. <laughs> Punish them. Um. <laughs> also, I like that Sean is basically doing his best impression of the Cookie Monster right now with that little blanket. Yeah. <laughs> the cookie monster blanket. I am gonna swing at it again. Alright. Uh, with advantage. Oh, so that'll just cancel out the disadvantage you have for being grappled. Okay. That's an extra one. Oh, jeez. Alright. It's turn. Uh, Shivani, it sees a tasty meal. Uh, that third tentacle is gonna reach out and touch you. Uh, AC 15? Nope. Or not. Alright, so it's going to attempt to reel in Amani and take a bite. Uh, AC 15. Does that hit? Miss. I'm at a 16. Uh, well, at least you're doing good at not getting bitten. Yeah. <laughs> um... And it uh, gargles annoyedly as it wants to eat. <laughs> uh, Shivani, you're up. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. I just went, but no, we're going through the turns really quick. Um, I'm going. <laughs> to... <laughs> That's because you're not 20th level gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to take another scimitar slash at this thing. And. That's a that's a nine, so probably misses. That'll miss. All right, Tien. I am going to. Oh, and, and is everybody adding their D four to their attacks? Oh no, I forgot to. Uh, I thought so, it was only one, so use well, it. No, the D four the D four eats every attack for the next minute. So. That doesn't count with natural ones, though, right? No, no. <laughs> would Not that it helps. Give yourself a big, brightly colored D4 and put it I next mean, to your I D4. Rolled, I rolled a 7, so the D4 may have... Yeah, it's fine. Alright, uh, Yen, you're up. I'm gonna use... I'm gonna step up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess put me there. Okay. And I'm going to... Oh, damn it, Sean. You forgot how to play a cleric, didn't you? Um, <laughs> I'm going to inflict wounds. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, where's it? There it is. So you rolled touch so, attack? Touch attack. Yeah, that hit. 24. Yeah. All right. So roll 3d10. Um, 13 again. Alright. Uh, it's looking pretty bedraggled. Uh, it's still bedraggled. up. 
Uh, puts up uh, uh, a dash. Dash is going to fly across the cavern and land on that, and as he does, swoop by to give advantage to Amani. All right. Oh crap! All right, Amani, you're up. All right, that one probably hit. Uh, fifteen plus twenty-two on the first one. That'll hit. Yes. Disadvantage on the second one, right? Uh, yes. That one probably still hits. A seventeen. That just hits. Nice. Yay! And I didn't add the d4, so that's but I hit. So and then I get a bonus d6 on one of those hits or all of my hits. Uh, from Mark. Hit it. Yeah. So I get 2d6 on that one. And then the attack is d6. So total 4d6 plus 12. Plus so 12. Two hits. Two, two short swords. You have plus 6 to each hit? I'm sorry, plus 5. Plus 5. Plus 10. Okay. I know, sorry. I was looking no, at No worries. I was just kind of amazed. Yeah, <laughs> that's because I was wrong. So, 18, so 28 points of damage. Right? 10, 6. Yeah. 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 28. And actually, plus 5 is really good, too. That's also really good for level 2. Yeah, I have a two short swords plus 1. So, mm-hmm. wait until you see me hit with my longbow, though. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, it is. It is looking nearly dead, uh, but it is still angrily. It can't move. It can't run away, uh, and it is still. You guys suspended in the air. Uh, Una, um, bring it home. She did with my last uh, attempt at hitting it. I'm going to try to hit it again. <laughs> Ooh, much better. 19. That'll hit. Nice. I'm going to hit it real hard. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? I roll D10. a d10 and 6. Nice. Ooh. Um, 15. Uh, how do you want to do this? I'm going to just turn its giant red eyeball into jelly. All right, so uh, it's got you and Amani in the air. Uh, it brings you and uh, Una closer to take another big bite. Uh, but uh, you, uh, using the momentum of being pulled into it, you take your uh, hammer? Is that it? Yes. Uh, and you just grab the pommel of it and just slam the pommel uh, into the eye. Uh, the eye <laughs> explodes uh, into a pulp of ochre jelly. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, the creature just lets out an unearthly scream, uh, and then drops the two of you. Its tendrils hang limp on the ground uh, as it dies. If I stabilize myself on my feet, covered in this ichor, I look back. Not ochre, ichor. Everyone else go. Ochre, yes. and I go. Huh, that was fun. Face <laughs> bump. We fist bumped jubilantly. <laughs> it's like ochre is just like that kind of yellow, yellowy orange brown. 
Yeah. Yep. That's all we need to say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. You guys uh, stand there, catching your breath for a second. Amani, uh, uh, not you're not surprised at all. Uh, the deep roads are filled with terrible danger uh, around every corner. Uh, so luckily, this is one you guys could handle together. I'm wiping off my scimitar. Ah, well, that was an appropriate christening for Kesha, I think. Well, she the. <laughs> did you name your sword Kesha? I'm yes, sorry. I did. I believe that is worth inspiration if you don't have it already. I already have it. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. It's amazing. Kesha. So you guys are standing there. Oh, Matt. Yes. Uh, uh, do you want to take yeah. a short rest? Does either of you, uh, uh, wizardly types, sorry, cleric types, has prestidigitation? Right? Oh, of course, darling. Prestidigitate, prestidigitate. Thank Clean you. them up. Thanks. <laughs> I don't mind a little dirt, but that was gross. I'd hate for my armor to start to rust. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I look around. Is there anything else in the cavern? Uh, there looks to be an exit. Something, uh, uh, something shiny catches your eye from within the roper. Yeah. You have that. Uh, you have that prestidigitation spell ready again, and I pull out a short <laughs> knife and start digging. <laughs> I kind of grab the edge of its, uh, whatever's open, its mouth or whatever we can see it through, and just, like, pull it to one side to try to get her a better view of it. I just start cutting it open with my knife as she's pulling it on each side Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we can get in there. Uh, Yin, what are you and, um, what are uh, you and uh, Shivani doing while they do this? (laughs) I think think looking on in disgust... <laughs> Discuss slash curiosity. <laughs> All right, so I go ah, just like standing in there. Maybe you should have said watching our backs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you guys uh, pull out. Uh, uh, five platinum pieces, uh, 14 silver pieces, nice. uh, and, uh, three gold pieces. Cool. Um, uh, but then you also pull out, like, uh, what looks like a third of, like, a third of a kind of multicolored shell, uh, that, uh, Shivani recognize as being the shell of a flail snail. And it's like, looks like it's pretty digested at this point. Hmm. Well, damn. Well, that sucks. You also find um, uh, uh, um, you also find what looks to be like a pry bar. <laughs> but no human bits or. Sentient being bits? Uh, whatever, whatever. The fleshy things are digested pretty quickly by these things. 
I'm going to grab that pry bar. I clean everything as it comes out of the roper. (laughs) Really appreciated. Um, Roll me an arcane check, uh, (laughs) Shivani. That was almost a 20, and then it became a 8 plus 5, 13. Uh, I'd say that's good enough. Uh, You also know, um, you've heard of ropers before? Uh, you know that their digestive juices are valuable, fetching high prices from alchemists who use them as solvents. Hmm. Oh. Uh, does anyone happen to have uh, some glass vials on them? I'm afraid I did not come prepared with any. But if we can harvest I... the uh, gastric juices of this thing, it might be worth a little cold. I do not. Um. Yeah. I have a mess kit. Yeah. Does the bowl handle it? Yeah, I was going to say, how, uh, well, mess how massive is this? <laughs> it's incredibly corrosive. Uh-huh. Did, did one of you happen to grab the empty wine bottle from last night? No. Nope. <laughs> actually, Shivani, if you, if you could actually still have it if you want it. It was left on the table when she was helped up to her room. Uh, <laughs> all right. You realize that for future expeditions into the deep roads, maybe uh, such supplies will be handy. It's a lesson you've learned. I'm yeah. going to forget immediately. <laughs> cool. Right. Look at all that money just le- leaking onto the ground. So, uh, since the potatoes are at rest, I'm going to roll a dice. Like, yell dice thingy. Uh, Amani, you, so this was, you know, the one uh, flail snail lead you had, but you realize that, you know, surely there are more deeper in the deep roads. Um, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you all choose to do? Um, I figure there's no, there's only one entryway into this little. No, it, it continues on. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, well, actually, I think I might need to take a long rest. Okay. Useless. I've only just started, darling. Well, I have no spells left. No. Oh, Ooh. you're... Okay. I mean, we can try. I mean, I think we should keep walking. Okay. Move on. You should always hit something with a weapon, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you're not just squishy. You've got weapons, oh, sure. right? That's true, and you've got you cantrips, surely, you cantrips too. Yeah, word of word of radiance and sacred flame, and yeah. Where are, um, question? Where are hit dice on this? Uh, you get them when you click short rest. Ah, uh, yeah, it kind of walks you through what you what you're gonna do with your short rest. Actually, Chris, did I take damage? I did, didn't I? I don't have you having taken any damage. Okay, never mind then. Just, uh, just Una. Just yeah. got grappled. Okay. More, more psychic respiration. The memory. It yeah. hurts me. <laughs> I also have a question. I wanted to do Great Weapon Master, but it says two weapon fighting, and I can't see where I change that. Uh, oh, two weapon fighting is just because you're a barbarian. 
I have it too because I'm a ranger. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do, you get a, do you get a fighting style as a barbarian? I didn't think you did. Oh, I don't know. No, but great weapon master you can choose as a feat, but we haven't gotten to feats yet. Oh, as a feat, okay. There's also a fighting style for... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a fighter, though, not as a barbarian. Yeah, right. as, yeah. A, as a barbarian, all you have right now is a danger sense uh, and reckless attack in your age. Okay, cool. I thought, like, I had clicked that somewhere, and I had no idea why, because I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. Also, Chris, I had a question. I, I might have screwed this up. Mm-hmm. Um, the mace I chose was Lightbringer. Yeah. And it was it's listed as an uncommon. Is that fine? It says it's a was made for a cleric of Lathander. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Okay. <clears throat> well then I didn't realize but that acts as a torch. So oh. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. there you go. And while it's glowing, it does extra damage to undead creatures, so Nice. Uh, this nice. plus one mace was made for a cleric of Gwynly. Gwynly. Hey, all right. Yay. All right, so uh, you guys take a quick moment to catch your breath. Uh, and having looted the uh, corpse of the roper, uh, Amani, once you all are ready, leads the way further into the darkness. And that's where we'll wrap up this session today. And I didn't realize I probably could have told you guys that I could go later, but I forgot to say that. Uh, oh, because you don't have, well, I mean, y'all may not have to work tomorrow, but I do. And I still have laundry and grooming <laughs> to do before this weekend. Is it? Should say yeah. grooming. grooming. Oh, grooming. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> so are we going to do uh, XP or Milestone for this campaign? Uh, milestone. That is the question, and I hadn't... Uh, I'm thinking Milestone, unless you guys are real okay. real attached to getting experience points. I don't know what does Milestone do for You level up when I say you level up. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> I don't feel strongly attached to anything other than being very glad that we're back. <laughs> I mean, I do 